Hi there, and Happy New Year. Uh, I want to cut in and say if you would like to support this show and a bunch of other shows that kind of do very similar things, uh, first off, go and listen to them, uh, duckfeed.tv. We have tons of new shows that have started up, tons of uh, other shows that have kept going, all of that, plenty of things to listen to, and we'd love you to check them out. And if you want to see more, go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv where you can give a couple of bucks and get some cool stuff and, yeah, help us start new stuff. Once again, that is patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. Some of our landings were desperate adventures. We are now prepared to meet the inevitable counterattacks with power and with confidence. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Bonfire Side Chat. It is, uh, uh, boy, a, de- a deification of empty <laughs> armor favorite. Yep. And um, this, this week we are reading your responses to um, kind of the end game of Dark Souls 3. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you guys came out, and uh, we really do appreciate that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, so let's get started. I'm going to get started here with a little follow-up here from Ali. Ali says, I contact Hey guys, Arch Dragon Peak is an amazingly designed level, and I wish it had more. Definitely one of my favorite areas in the Souls series. There are a few neat things going on here that I thought you might enjoy. First, there is a rock slab which features Arabic text, and there's a link. Um, as an Arab myself, I was hyped, but then through this Reddit post, there's a link. Uh, it turns out it was just gibberish taken from a newspaper article about the Egyptian transport minister being angry at the construction of a dragon shrine off Whoa. the coast of. Wait a minute. What the? No. Um, being angry at the construction of a clinic belonging to the railroad authority and how it was delayed. Um, and second, uh, I know how you spoke about the Hagia uh, Sophia in the Grand Archives Appendix, but the location where we fight the Nameless King is definitely copy-pasted from the real uh, Hagia Sophia. And there's another link as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, thanks, Ali. Yeah, thank you. I had no idea about the uh, the uh, Arabic writing on the uh, <laughs> on that, which is a little bit, remember, the uh, the Polish the Polish gravestones in uh, Hamlet yes, Lane. Yep. yep, I was gonna. I, I knew about the Arabic writing, but I think it is just. Uh, it's it's a it's a Heineken uh, situation <laughs> yeah. where they just grab, kind of grab a texture. Yep, grab an asset. Uh, yeah, yeah, grab an asset and uh, and and put it on there. Yeah, um, it would be. I'm kind of like I understand that is like when you see something like that, you're like, oh shit, that's gonna say something meaningful. Mm-hmm. If it does, like end up saying meaning something meaningful, I feel it's like that opens up kind of more of a can of worms than if it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, like oh weird, this is a language that exists here. Yep, <laughs> you know, like. That's very strange. What are those implications? And, and if and if it's not going to like follow through and be become like a full fez kind of thing or a mist uh, thing, sure, yeah, it's yeah. a bit like eh, I don't know. It's like the the Saint Mary showing up in uh, in Demon Souls. Yeah, yeah. No, like that, that's just like ugh. Thank yeah. <laughs> That was a mistake, guys. <laughs> um, um, Logan writes nothing hugely important, but just so you know, when you when you defeat the Great Wolf at one or both of its non-boss encounters, it does incur damage to the HP of the boss when it is seen in the boss encounter. Uh, you said something to the contrary in the episode. Uh, there's a source here uh, with the, with the timestamp. Sorry if this seems over overly sticker uh, overly sticklery, uh, but uh, I, I don't mean that in the slightest. I don't like the boss anyway. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't think it did. So that's, yep. that's a definitely a good uh, good catch. Yeah, and don't worry about being a stickler. Like this is exactly what the follow up and errata section is for. Yeah, yeah, it is. A, yeah, and I just I just checked out the link, and it does. Uh, if you if you do damage, if you fight off the wolf, it shows up with probably about eighty percent of its health as opposed to one hundred percent. Nice uh, in the boss fight. So oh. yeah, uh, I'll, I'll eat a little crow on that. That's my fault. Yeah. Um. 
I don't know. Maybe in the the because I, I fought the wolf first. Um, maybe in the uh, heat of the moment or what have you. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't catch it. Yeah. So. Yeah, but thanks to both of you, Ali and Logan, for uh, providing just those uh, those resources. Appreciate it very much. Yeah. Um, on to responses. Michael says via contact. Uh, this area combined with Dark Firelink really just made something click with me. All the pointless callbacks and such prior had been fan service, but these final areas felt like a goodbye to the series. From the moment uh, I brought back the eyes of the Firekeeper and the music changed in Firelink, things just got very emotional for me. It wasn't really anything the game did, especially not via the story itself, but it worked. Uh, as I finally reached the Soul of Cinder fight, I was struck by how out of place the music felt. It's usually a sad, somber boss final theme. Demon Souls is the one game with the standout music for me, but usually the final boss themes are good. Then I got to the point and the piece where Gwyn's theme is weaved in, and I almost teared up, since music does that to me. The somber refrain of Gwyn's theme cemented that this was just a final farewell tour, and now we are saying goodbye. It's a shame that the music did more to make this happen than the story itself. I agree with that last part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I yeah. I was too cranky at this point to be really affected by the music. Yeah. Like, it, it is... Uh, you know, I was already, uh, when he started doing it, uh, you know, I didn't have the context of what he actually was until actually, uh, you know, I beat him mm-hmm. and the like, but I was like, if this is Gwyn and they're just, you know, be, I think that's probably because I have such strong feelings about Gwyn. Yeah. Um, you know, so it didn't, it did not work on me, but I, even if I could, I wouldn't take away your emotions. Yeah. So, yeah. No, there like there is probably a context where that reuse could 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 work, but they just didn't they didn't do the work. It feels like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, John writes uh, this is a little bit of a long one. Um, I'm hoping that I'm not the only one who got teleported to the kiln of the first flame and felt immediate disappointment. I'm not terribly disappointed with the uh, with the way the kiln was laid out, or even that it was in the game in the first place. I even like the concept of the soul of Cinder, even though his, her, I don't assume it's gender's presentation was freaking awful. No, what bothered me was that the game was already over. This is where I take a bit of issue with the pacing of Dark Souls compared to the subs- uh, compared to the subsequent games. In Dark Souls 1, uh, we went through a long stretch of game only to then find out that we needed to follow these four shortish paths uh, before we could unlock the kiln. So at a point where you would think that the game was over, there was a little bit more, a little bit more game. Uh, Dark Souls 2 was like this, but in reverse. Go get the four powerful souls to unlock the door. You assume you are at the end of the game, probably three to four times before the game actually ends. Dark Souls 2 was the gift that just kept on giving. In both games, there was something more than uh, what we were told in the beginning. Ring the two bells uh, turns into kill these four godlike beings and then defeat Gwyn himself. Dark Souls 2 starts with you wanting to, wanting to cure the curse, trying to find a purpose, and ends with you winding your way through the history and fabric of Drang Lake. You thought that you would slay the king to attain enough souls to balance yourself out, but he is just a shell by the time you find him. So many twists. But then we have Dark Souls 3. We wind down this single linear path with the primary objective of, uh, of killing or bringing the Lords of Cinder back to their thrones so we can link the flame. Uh, so we kill our last Lord of Cinder and then we immediately fight the last boss and link the flame or extinguish the flame or <laughs> absorb the flame or was it, or whatever. The missing bit, the uh, the missing twist, uh, could have built up the concept of the Lord of Cinder. It could have told us a bit more about what it was, why it existed. It could have uh, ha- it could have had us go up against some some of the champions that were poured into it, not the lord not the lords that we already fought, uh, but of the champions from Dark Souls One. 
What I was left with instead was a title card that said Kiln of the First Flame and a boss fight that, while mechanically amazing, felt hollow because I didn't even know what the thing was until I read its sole description afterward. What a disappointing ending for a truly amazing series. They can pump us up with an amazing DLC, but this will always be the finale of the final game. I hope that they make a new game slash a scholar-style remake to fix uh, this and other issues uh, that have become very apparent in Dark Souls 3. Yeah. Yeah, the, that lack of that linearity is really huge. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is a very, in like a lot of ways, is a very direct game mm-hmm. for being so incoherent. <laughs> At like times, you know, it is very like, you're right. Like, hey, go get all four lords. Oh, you've got all four lords? Go do the thing. You've mm-hmm. done the thing? Great. Yeah. Yeah. You and, know, there's a little bit of weirdness with the the honorary stuff. Uh, but it's not on the that's not part of the game really. It's it's a yeah. side path kind of thing. It's not part of the critical path. Yeah. The missing comparison would be uh Demon Souls where it is completely nonlinear but you are making slow progress through uh Boletaria, you know, the capital itself by going off yeah. and doing this other stuff and gaining these, you know, like that that game is about you know defeating these people to or these these demons in order to gain their souls to become more powerful. Yeah. 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 And even Boletaria has the the kind of set up mini goal with a little game afterwards because you have to kill enough of the lords to open up the the one three. Yeah, yeah. One four path, you know. So there's a little bit of that like postscript yep. to it. But there's no there's no feeling of twist in that game or this game. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh yeah, I think uh, I think that you're right on the money. Yep. There like that is that is a bummer. Um people people have talked a lot of shit about the second half of Dark Souls one. Uh and there are mechanical reasons why it's easier. You know, because you can do them in any order. But the idea of that having a tentpole climax plays into the the actual ending huge for me, mm-hmm. you know, in, in a big way. Like, oh, like Ornstein and Smo is the, the mechanical, is the high point of the game. And then after everything else is just kind of a fade until you get to Gwyn and it's like <laughs> such a bummer. Yeah. Uh, you know, that that actually works really well for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe some kind of coda like that would have worked here if there would have been some extra levels after this that did have that kind of anticlimax yeah. feeling to them. Yeah, it feels like there's a missing chapter almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, ben says uh, via New Zealand. He uh, <laughs> he sent sent us a, a country. Um, my son, who's 14, lives with his mother several hours uh, drive away. And Dark Souls has been a way for us to bond closer together since I convinced him to play Dark Souls a couple of years ago. He plays Dark Souls three when he visits, and he is just about to try the Soul Cinder. He loves the music and the Gwyn boss music, so I can't wait uh, for that moment when the music changes to Gwyn's theme and uh, and you fight him again. Even so. Uh, even more so, since a few weeks ago, he sent me this, and there's a SoundCloud link. I'll put, uh, I'll, he, I'll put in a snippet of this. It's really cool. Yeah, he made a uh, remix. I did not listen to it. An electronic remix of uh, Gwen's theme. Mm-hmm. And he makes his things on his computer in his bedroom. As a father and professional musician and a gamer, I could not be prouder. Uh, that is very sweet. That is a very good story. And and, yeah. and that, that that is where that music works for me. <laughs> like, yeah. That, that, that story like fills me with more emotion than just that music playing at that certain time. On its own. Yeah, yeah. just a couple <laughs> piano notes. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Dylan writes, Via contact, I'm well aware that much of the feedback for Soul of Cinder will be middling to poor, but I will, uh, but I have to weigh in uh, with my perspective here. I can't say that I think this is the best boss fight in the series, nor have I played all of them, but to me, it's the most appropriate. 
Gwen is pretty untouchable as an experience. The pathos you get from watching an old man fight tooth and nail to protect his ways, even though they've lost all meaning, is pretty great. Nashandra, on the other hand, I beat co-op uh, <laughs> midway through the game without realizing that she was the final boss. The less said there, the better. Two of my buddies and I uh, have an ongoing Dark Souls chat, and Dark Souls 3 was the first in the series that we all got to play through simultaneously on day one. Um, we kept each other updated of our progress as we went. Because I'm a casual who can't get good, I was unperturbed by the thought of summoning, and I blazed through, uh, I blazed through Dark Souls 3 quicker than the rest of them. Uh, that, gave me, uh, that gave me first go at the Soul of Cinder, and I believe my words to the chat were, Holy shit, I'm fighting myself. The moment the boss started reflecting all the builds that I played through the series with, I fell in love. Of course, the first flame took on a part of every champion. From my perspective, Dark Souls 3 simply couldn't have had a different boss. The experience of 3 felt like Miyazaki giving the people what they want. And while it leads to frustrating callbacks, really? Havel? It also feels like a co-written fantasy world. Sure, fans make terrible authors, as any fanfic site will attest, uh, but with a series as uniquely obtuse as Souls, fans have had to pen their own accounts of the lore. Having the final boss represent, however clumsily, all of our collective attempts at tying the dying world together is honestly a pretty masterful way for Miyazaki to share the credit with us. That's the kind of callback that I can get into. Yeah, I think we, we addressed those, those ideas uh, in the the last one, even though yeah. I don't, I'm not on the same page. Right. Like I, I, I don't want the, the, you know, the player to be included in this thing. Right. Um, that bums me out a lot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know what that is. I will admit that it's, it's possible that is, uh, a, just like a, a property of Gary mm -hmm. and has, you know, everything is subjective obviously, but like has very little subjective value or yeah. objective value. That could just be something yeah. that I just think is a huge pet peeve and, a misguided nightmare. Yeah. I understand, so, you know, it, 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 I don't like being pandered to. Yeah. It, you know, I, I don't I, like I being sold that, things. I don't like being pandered to. I don't want to be appealed to, you know, let me come to you is my mantra for everything. Mm -hmm. You know, like, let me come to you. Yeah. Like that's, that's what I want, except for price tags on in thrift stores. You should always have <laughs> price tags on things. So I don't have to, I don't want to haggle. Oh God. You know, Ugh, you know that, that, that is the, uh, that is the worst, <laughs> worst thing. Um, but like, it is, a uh, to me, like, I, I, I agree with you that that's probably the intent. Uh, and, and, you know, I'm sure I came off as a real grumpus during this entire thing where it's like, oh, you know, <laughs> these dickheads, why do they, you know, they're trying to do this sweet thing at the end and do this victory lap. <laughs> it's like, I, I get it, but I'm, they're mm -hmm. not, you know, games aren't people. Like I don't need to consider its feelings. I just have to think yeah. about whether I think it's good art. Yeah. So I don't think yeah. that like the people who made it should be punished or anything. Mm -hmm. You know, I just think it was, ne didn't make for the best art. Like yeah. I, I get the yeah. urge. Like, like, don't, you know, don't do this for me. Oh, for God's sake, don't do it for me. Do it like do it for the story. Do it for the thing. Like make a better thing. Yeah. Stick the landing, please. And and to your to your point that like the idea that this is how it had to be because of the community involvement, there I feel like there are other things in the game that are specifically kind of slaps to that. Mm -hmm. Uh specifically the firstborn, the the Gwyn or Solaire thing mm -hmm. is them kind of like taking the piss out of the fans' co authorship of the world. Yeah. To me. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, the part of, that gets co-authorship is the, the build and the fighting kind of part and fighting a boss that feels a little bit like a PVP thing, yeah. not the lore stuff. Th th this is going to sound super glib. I, I, I also, I, I don't want to think what we're doing is important, important enough to be noticed by, by senpai Miyazaki. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't, I don't, I don't want that to be acknowledged. I want him to 
to follow his muse because that's what I fell in love with. Yeah, just you know, make what you want to make. <laughs> we'll be there. Like, yeah, I don't want him to be the like the Schrodinger's cat, you know, where yeah. if, like I'm going to observe it and it's going to change it. Yeah, based on that, like I just the uh, so yeah, the, it, like the but to your point, like to Dylan's point, like I de- I considered all those ideas, and I think that probably some of that was the in- the intention. I just think it sucks. So, um, not that he thought of the idea that Dylan thought of the idea, right, right. On the page, I think it, it, it doesn't work. Um, but you know, thank you. Uh, thank you for writing in. Um, the, uh, James says my contact. So I remember back when I listened to the end of the dark soul season, you guys were discussing changes for new game. Plus one was to replace Gwyn and subsequent playthroughs with a stand in for your character. <laughs> it was a cute idea, but how surprised do you think I was when dark souls three essentially uses this idea? I had forgotten so, that we said that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I had remembered that that we had said it as well. Um, I already remembered it, but it's a uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, uh, so I know you guys are going to complain about all the big issues with the Soul of Cinder, but I want to share what I feel is the game's biggest flaw. Back before the English version of the game came out, I caved and watched a couple of videos of boss fights. The two I watched were the Nameless King and the Soul of Cinder. Oh jeez, <laughs> some end game <laughs> stuff to like. like um, and both embody the same issue. Dark Souls Three tries hard to impress with all its callbacks, hard fights, and bombastic soundtracks. It's so disappointing because the studio itself is just trying to recapture the surface elements of Dark Souls without understanding why these elements worked so well in the first game. While Dark Souls is a product designed to impress and appeal to people, it effortlessly made it feel like the world cared little for you if you succeeded or failed. Essentially, Dark Souls is a game that acts apathetic to you, whereas Dark Souls 3 cares about you far too much. Um, Although, despite, despite Dark Souls 3 being a bit of a bummer, it was a blast to get a chance to play along with you guys. I ended up feeling satisfied with my own personal adventure uh, with my character hiding her hollowed self under a magic ring and tons of gaudy, shiny armor, complete with a crown, up until the end, where I embraced my hollowed self and became the pimp queen of Londor, uh, <laughs> finally fulfilling the aspirations of my character from Dark Souls 1. Back then, I chose it because I was super interested in whatever would come next, and I can say that I'm still excited for whatever comes next uh, from from uh, Souls, Miyazaki, and especially you guys. Thank you. Thanks. Um, yeah, the the cares too much about you is is what we we're that we that tied in the last response to. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, we, I, we, I agree. Made that point a couple times too. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Um, I, I don't know that I have anything yeah, no, to add it, to that. No, I, I I largely agree. Thanks for sticking with us, and thanks for the uh, the vote of confidence. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Uh, David writes, I am certainly not the best at interpreting the soul's lore, but I tend to generally have an idea thanks to listening to your previous seasons, watching Vati's videos, etc. I never watch a single lore video until I beat the main game. However, when I got to this final when I got to this final boss, the Soul of Cinder, I was genuinely genuinely like, who the fuck is this asshole? Maybe I'm alone, but I really feel like From did a poor job preparing or alluding to this guy in any shape or form, and this boss was Miyazaki saying, Fuck it, I'm out of ideas for this series, I'm done with it. Let's just remix Gwyn's music <laughs> and through this uh through this smorgasbord of a boss at the players. Uh, and be done with it. Uh, maybe I'm not reading into the significance of this guy well enough or something, but this feels like, as Gary would put it, a wet fart uh, to end the series with. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I'm a little bit more charitable as far as the intent. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, I feel like this does not lack imagination. I think it's misguided, not a mistake. Right. You know, so it's not, it's not a failure of execution. It's executing something that mm-hmm. was not worth executing. Right. Um, but yeah, the, who the fuck is this guy? Also, it's a bummer as somebody who uh, you know appreciates nerd hummels and like likes having stuff. Like this is the the merch you can get for this game. <laughs> yeah, this is the Funko Pop. 
This is mm-hmm. the Funko Pop. This is the uh, the statue that came with the pre-order. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's like, everyone should be asking, where's the Soul of Cinder? This is our breakout <laughs> character. Oh, you mean the guy who looks like an armor zombie like you see over and over in the game? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, uh, in, in the Funko Pop version, it looks just like him, and he's named Red Knight. <laughs> like, I, I feel like that says a lot. Uh, Red Knight. <laughs> yep. Um, so, Sean, uh, a.k.a. the Lore Hunter, uh, our buddy and uh, alum, Bonfire Side Chat alum, writes in via contact. Um, I was on board with many of Dark Souls 1's connections to Dark Souls 3. Time has proven that many of these connections are fruitless, but at first blush, I enjoyed getting the continued history of the world and further exploration of the series' themes. The Soul of Cinder is, no, is a noted exception to this. The final boss of every other Souls games were narratively significant. The drama and tragedy were earned. Their character and motivations were presented over the course of the game, their actions intimately tied to the overall story, and encountering them felt tense and climactic. When the Soul of Cinder showed up, I said, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Same thing that happened in the last one, too. <laughs> yeah. uh, literally that. Um, then the fight proceeds to be uh, the gamiest fucking thing as they switch weapons. While this isn't the worst, it's such a cheap way to design a boss, which only adds insult to injury in context of this boss being devoid of the character, motivation, and drama of all the other final bosses that these games have had. At this point, I would just call the boss a wet fart. Man. Um, <laughs> be the change you want to see in the world, Gary. Um, <laughs> call this boss a wet fart and pretend that the twin princess fight is the final boss. But then I get to the second phase and Gwyn's theme kicks in. This non-diegetic connection, employed to leverage the memories and emotions I associate with the song, felt incredibly unearned. To draw a connection between uh, this characterless, gamey mess of a boss and Gwyn was very jarring to me, so much so that I actually turned the music all the way down on subsequent attempts to beat the Soul of Cinder. Uh, Soul of Cinder, worst final boss in any Souls game by a country mile, due to its complete lack of character or connection to the story. The actual mechanics of the fight aren't horrible, but they're not elegant. Dark Souls is a series that has uh, married mechanics with story and theme in masterful ways, but falls incredibly short in this instance. Very well put. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, like a lot of people, I think it's kind of interesting the way um, if you were, if I remember back to Dark Souls 2 season, mm-hmm. when people complain about Nishandra, um, I don't think it was this element that the people were complaining about ever. Because Nishandra is this like kind of like, you know, later we learn about this Daughter of Mana stuff, which is, I think, undeniably cool. Mm-hmm. Prior to that, at the very least, this is the the character who is kind of usurped, you know, uh, Vendrick's throne. Yeah. And is kind of this prime mover. Like there's character there that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I think that people were disappointed because the boss is right in that weird middle thing where it's not too easy to be a statement, but mm-hmm. too hard to be a fun challenge. Yeah. yeah. Um, was the main problem people had with it. Um, I think this is undeniably a worse final boss than her. Yeah. Like it's not, it's a more fun fight, but holistically, I think this is a much, I think this is the worst boss in the series. Yeah. If you're taking everything. Our worst final account. boss. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I agree with, agree with Sean. Yeah. Go Sean. <laughs> um, but there's one thing, you know, we've, 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 you know, spilled all of this oxygen. Um, I guess we spilled the CO2. We've said all these words about dark souls, but there's one thing that we have not been able to, um, partake in. And thankfully, with just fun, and we have Luke writing in to, uh, to 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 help us out. So, you mentioned doing some episodes on ancillary Dark Souls three content. I didn't buy the comic beyond the first issue, which came free with my copy of the game, but I did take part in the promotional Hot Wings challenge 
that ran when the game was launched here in the UK. Yeah. <laughs> Myself, another buddy who was taking part, and a friend who just wanted to watch and laugh all traveled to Bristol to go to Meat Liquor, a restaurant chain I hadn't heard of before this promotion. Chain? <laughs> so I, it'll sound like I'm being crude, and obviously this is meant to be crude. It's meat, as in, you know, flesh, um, uh, kind of combined in one word with liquor, like, you know, booze, you know, so meat liquor. Not- not be not someone who meat, licks meat or a meat uh, meat lick her. <laughs> yeah, um, it's, meat licker. It's, it's very I hardly knew her. <laughs> like, uh, Sorry, <laughs> that fucking got me off guard. Yeah. <laughs> um, the challenge was to eat a plate of twenty chicken wings in as short of a time as possible. The relationship to dark to Dark Souls didn't seem. <laughs> <laughs> didn't see much more than dark souls is hard and eating really hot food is hard but everyone who finished all 20 wings got a surprisingly nice t-shirt and the fastest time in each restaurant won a ps4 and a copy of the game that's not bad mm-hmm. they honestly weren't bad uh they were hot sure but they were pretty damn good chicken wings i was glad for the alcoholic milkshake that i had to help wash it down uh, and my rear end was kindled the next day uh but overall it wasn't that unpleasant of an experience for me my friend had a slightly worse time going so white in the face that i thought he died and gone hollow uh in the end we both finished our wings in around 10 minutes without being sick or anything though the winning time was around the two minute mark jesus christ oh, yeah. If this had been tied to the original Dark Souls, I might be more annoyed. Uh, that game had a pathos and, and a meaningfulness uh, that makes it feel like a culturally relevant work of art that should be treated with reverence. Dark Souls 3 feels like a fairly cynical video game sequel, so I wasn't too upset to see it tied to such crass marketing. I like chicken wings. I like Dark Souls. I still sometimes wear the shirt. It's all good. Anyway, I don't know if this will ever be relevant for the show or anything, but I thought you might like to read a little something about this weird side story in the world of Dark Souls 3. That is exactly yeah, what I needed to hear. Thank yeah, you, Luke. This is the content I crave. Um, <laughs> um, I, I am horrified at the idea of the rear end being kindled. Sure. It's not the word I would have used, but <laughs> I mean, it, might, it might have been, but uh, the, um, that's, 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 that's evocative. Um, I would have done if, if it was in the United States, I would have done that chicken wing challenge. If oh, I could yeah. do it without leaving town. Like yeah. I, I don't, I, no, you would have, you would have filmed I, it and like put it up as like content. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We would have done an episode about it. Yep. <laughs> the, um, that little bit at the end is, is super key, you uh-huh. know, where it's like the, uh, cause uh, just on Twitter, I was having a discussion with, um, one of the co-hosts of the dark insight, uh, podcast, yeah. Um, and, and Jeremy and some other people about the terrible, terrible marketing, uh, that happens for dark souls, uh, in the wake of dark souls three, like the terrible yeah. shirts and stuff like that. And somebody, um, I'm not calling putting this person on blast, but they were like, why does that bother you? Like it doesn't hurt it with existing. And you're right. It is. It's a question. Uh, what Luke is saying here is it's a question of taste. Yeah. Like dark souls one feels tasteful. Um, and you, you wouldn't do a, a chicken wing challenge with something that's tasteful, you know, uh, but dark souls three doesn't feel as tasteful and you can make t-shirts that are just full of like nightmare memes, <laughs> no, no, you know, now, now I want a, so like, like a, like a seventh seal t-shirt or something like that, except instead uh, of playing chess, they're, they're doing a chicken wing eating challenge. Dude, it's it's him like, and death. yeah, like, like Bill and Ted too. Yeah. That was one of the, like one of the f- funniest scenes in that that movie that i maintain is pretty funny oh that yeah it's great <laughs> yeah um wait wait, wait was yeah. that I, I forget was that an actual chicken wing challenge no 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 they, yeah. they do a bunch of board games and stuff yeah yeah but it's a it's, you know same basic basic <laughs> joke as they just keep you know demoting down to dumber and dumber games as bill and ted keep like winning because they're great at it yeah. um 
but yeah, it, it is uh, tasteless in a way that I like at this point. Uh, and you, I, I thought Luke was going to bring up the comic and I was just like, man, cool. I, in many ways, I cannot wait for you to read that comic because it is. <sighs> is, it, uh, is it available in trade? Like, how, how do you get a hold of that? I just I just went down to my my local comic shop and and uh, and had him hold it for me. He's still they, they started a new series, which I haven't read the second series yet. So I probably got like two or three of them waiting for me. I just need to make some time to go in there. Okay. Um, what if I don't want to it, support local businesses? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, um, I'll find a way. But it, like, it, it's just something I have to get individual. It might be available. Said. Yeah, it might be available digitally. Okay. Um, the the first one, the first uh, arc is like I think it's four or five issues, and is I don't know that it's been collected. I have no idea how successful it is. Is it dark? Um, like, uh, Breath of Andalus. Breath of Andalus. I, God, I think Breath of Andalus is the uh, what came second. Okay, I think that's the uh, the new. There, there, there's no, one. No, there's uh, one that's almost about to come out. The second one seems to be Winter's Spite. God, what the fuck? Okay, <laughs> so uh, the the second. Uh, okay, here we go. I've got my issues right here. The first one it just says Dark Souls. Okay, it's just called Dark Souls, and there is one through one through four. Dark Souls is okay, uh, and then there was a one the, the second series that came out that I stopped getting is Legends of the Flame, <laughs> and uh, I've only uh, I haven't read that one. I have the first one. Yeah. So Titan Comics, they probably have a digital distribution somewhere. Yeah. Uh, well, um, it's available on my Comicsology. Um, it looks yeah. like so. I'll just oh, yeah. look at that. Um, when we do those episodes, I have an extra copy of the uh, the Chase uh, comic with angry Solaire on the front that I'll do a giveaway for. Okay. So we'll, we'll figure out some way to give that to, to someone who listens. Cause that angry, so you've seen that picture, right? No, I haven't. Oh, Cole. It, it's Solaire, it's, it's Solaire looking down on the player character and Solaire look, look kind of pissed, but he's wearing a helmet, but the sun on his chest is frowning. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I'm totally not joking, dude. Like it's like Wade the duck from us acres. Like, <laughs> Oh my god, that is so asinine. It is it is a miracle. Like it is so again like tasteless. Like it is there's no class left to this this thing. So um but yeah, I'm looking at two copies of it right now and and one of them will be can be it is it is extremely funny. <laughs> I, I I will make that my Twitter icon again because I have a picture of it somewhere. Okay, uh, I put it up on the Bonfire Side Chat Facebook page at some point. Okay, uh, and is uh, I, I, but I, it, I may have seen it in the past, but <laughs> it's very good. Like, <laughs> and by which I mean incredibly, incredibly bad. Um, but that comic, like they they have really cool covers. Uh huh. You know, like so the covers are good. The actual interior content is such trash. Uh. Like it's it's so like uh, it is a bad adaptation. So. That crossover with adaptation decay will be <laughs> will be something. But man, the, the covers look really cool, and sometimes they have super angry Solaire, which is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Um man, man oh man. Huh. Okay. Well right. we, have, we have that to look forward to. Thank you everybody yeah. for writing in and for everybody oh, who, who wrote in over the course of the of, of the season. You know, um if your response didn't get on for any number of reasons, we still appreciate the input. It's all red. Um, you know, it's just a sure. matter of fitting it in here and, uh, and, and yeah. possible that like someday when we need to, you know, we need to make time for, uh, a game week, we'll do like a, a mailbag roundup yeah, yeah, kind of thing of some, like, we, you know, there's still, there's still a chance. Don't, don't hold your breath, but it might happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not personal. It's just, uh, you know, we, we pick based on certain criteria and we have a limited amount of time. Yep. Um, the, uh, if you have any thoughts about, uh, Momodora four. Mm-hmm. reverie uh under moonlight reverie in the moonlight or under moonlight i think under maybe under moonlight um hit us up at duckfeed.tv forward slash contact mm-hmm. um and uh yeah uh if you like the show um 
please hit us up at uh, patreon.com forward slash duck feed TV. I just realized we didn't do that in the last episode. I'll do it um, in the intro. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, so right, and yeah. also I said Patreon at the end when, we, when you said ne- next time we would like that. That wrap up was so long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, so if you want to support the show, uh, patreon.com forward slash duck feed TV, mm-hmm. um, your support is hugely important to us. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it is, uh, it's growing. We're getting to do new shows. Yeah. They're we're approaching uh, rapidly. And it's fantastic. Yeah. So like I'm having so much fun doing radio free mid world. Like, uh, so happy to have the opportunity to, uh, to do that and to have it, you know, not be something that costs, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And th- there are more, more things coming yep. as well. So, uh, it is, uh, all these by the time, um, you're hearing this it'll be the new year so uh the rem show will at least uh there'll be murmurs about when it started <laughs> <laughs> um they'll, they'll be uh yeah. yeah so um yeah that's about it um thanks very much for sticking with us this season we hope you stick with us next season and uh, we're all looking forward to whatever from does next yeah hey, hey, um, hey, gary, hey gary do you want to see what the do you want to hear the publications that gave the uh the blurb reviews for the comic y- yes um fanboy nation Comic trash and adventures in poor taste. Nine out of ten, Fantastic. all of them. <laughs> Hilarious. Comic trash, adventures in poor taste. <laughs> they couldn't have written that better. Like that is that's 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 astounding. Sorry, I didn't mean to. to, to no, stall no, us. it's it's uh yeah, it's it's good. Um, it's good now. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, until next time, what should they do, Cole? Um, I don't know. Keep keep, keep on kindling. Keep keep on kindling, man. That's that's all. DLC two. It's coming. (laughs) And we all pray that we will have far more soon.